Hey everyone, welcome to Experience Ministries Discipleship Podcast. I'm Dave Smuin, your host, and I'm excited to share biblical principles to help us live our faith and glorify the Lord Jesus. Today, we're going to talk about the power of gratitude. And I want to start by reading a passage out of Colossians chapter 3. This is verses 15 through 17 in the New American Standard Bible. It says this, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you, with all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Now, think about this. We're told three times in these verses to give thanks or to be thankful. Now, being thankful is an incredibly powerful principle that applies to both the spiritual and the natural worlds. Think about how you feel when someone tells you, thank you, sends you a card, or maybe they go out of their way to show gratitude. That really touches us, doesn't it? On the other hand, think about how you feel when a person doesn't take time to say thank you, when you've made a sacrifice for them. It makes most of us feel used and unappreciated. Let me give you a couple of examples. What happens if your spouse goes out of their way to make a special dinner and you don't say thank you? Ouch, I know what would happen in my house. Not good. How do you feel when you sacrifice to give to someone else? Maybe your time or your energy or your money, and they act like you owed it to them. Ouch, doesn't go well, does it? Doesn't feel well. Because they're not giving gratitude. They're not giving thanks. You know, they're not a grateful person. So suddenly, when we look at it in this context, the principle of gratitude applies to our daily lives, doesn't it? I'm sure we can think of times when we were hurt by the lack of gratitude, and we can think of times when we blew it by not being grateful. See, that's a double-edged sword. There's always people out there who don't show gratitude, who aren't thankful, but there's times when we blow it and we're not the we're the ones who are not showing gratitude or we're not being thankful like we should be. And so we have to be careful with that. You can't just look at one side of that equation. You have to look at both, really. And that's what I want to talk about today. I wanted to share, you know, the importance of giving thanks or being grateful, having gratitude in our hearts, because it's good to receive that. We all like that. But it's also very important that we give that. One of the most basic problems that we face as humans is our sinful nature, right? So we're born with it. 
and it affects every area of our life. And from the moment that sin entered the human race, we can see two things. One, that it separates us from God, and two, it elevates self. In other words, I am the most important person. My needs, my desires, my thoughts, and my feelings are more important than anyone else's. And this self-centered way of living hardens our hearts, it corrupts our minds, and it leaves us vulnerable to all kinds of deception. What I want to do is share seven things about gratitude that I wish I knew sooner in my spiritual growth. Number one is really, really simple. God's will for us is to give thanks. Now, one of the most frequently asked questions that I receive, and I would say many pastors and spiritual uh, leaders or teachers get asked this question, what's God's will for my life? Well, here's the answer, at least in part. This is 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Listen to this. This is New American Standard. It says, in everything... Give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So if you've ever struggled with wondering, what's God's will for my life? This is it. We should be giving thanks in all things. I know that there's more to it than that. There's lots of different things that the Lord wants us to do to kind of fulfill his calling and his will in our lives. But this is something really simple that we can grab hold of and we can apply on a daily basis and know that when I'm giving thanks, when I have gratitude in my heart and I'm expressing that gratitude, I am in the will of God. And so that is very important that we learn to be thankful, that we learn to give gratitude and thanks to the Lord in all things. So that's one. The second thing I want to share with you is this. True gratitude or thankfulness is an expression of what's in our heart. And what's in our heart leads to action. So I'm going to read another passage. i got a number of passages today. But this one is Luke chapter 17. New American Standard, of course, because that's where I'm reading today. So Luke 17, verses 11 through 19, listen to this. While he was on the way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten leprous men who stood at a distance met him. And they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they were going, they were cleansed. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him, and he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But the nine, where are they? 
Was no one found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. Now, this is a very interesting passage because Jesus healed ten men of leprosy, but only one turned back to give thanks. And this was a Samaritan. So, you know, it should have been some of the Jews who turned back to give thanks because he healed them, but it wasn't. It was this Samaritan who fell on his face at Jesus' feet to give thanks. Why? Well, this is an important spiritual principle because a truly thankful heart must express itself. So let me say that again without being tongue-tied. A truly thankful heart must express itself. See, when your heart is full of gratitude and you're a thankful person, it comes out. I mean, yeah, we might miss it once or twice or here or there, but as a general rule, that's the way it is. Gratitude filling our hearts spills out and it's almost unstoppable. If you're a grateful person, if you have gratitude in you, it probably just oozes out all over the place. And so if you're not, then maybe it doesn't ooze out. Maybe people are feeling a little bit hurt or used because you're not being grateful. I know that uh, this is an area that I have grown in over the years, and it's important for us to really take stock so that we can grow in this area. The third thing that I want us to see about gratitude or being grateful comes out of Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. It says this, Through him then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips that gives thanks to his name. And so this is, man, this is just powerful. If you want to truly understand and enter into praise and worship, forget the words, forget the music, and consider all the blessings that God has given you and express those with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving, I'm getting tongue-tied. Express those with thanksgiving from your heart. See, the church today has way too many distractions. We get distracted by the songs. We get distracted by the musicians and the worship experience and all that that entails. And we forget that true worship is really an expression of gratitude coming from our hearts, expressing itself through our lips. And so if you really want to enter into praise and worship it's got to be with a grateful heart. If there isn't gratitude in your heart, then there's a high probability that you're just singing a song or you're just going through the motions. And I think that's something we should be very, very careful of. So really, next time you enter into praise and worship, focus on the gratitude that's coming out of your heart rather than the song and see what happens. Okay, the fourth thing is this. Being thankful helps counter things like pride. See, when we give thanks, we are acknowledging what God and what others have done rather than focusing on self. 
Pride draws the focus to self and minimizes the influence of others. Pride causes us to be overly critical of other people. Giving thanks honors the efforts of other people rather than being critical of them. And when you find a prideful person, you're going to find someone that has a hard time with gratitude and giving thanks. Now, I don't know about you, but I've encountered a number of prideful people in my life, and some of them have learned to force the words, but even when they do, you can tell there's just something that's not sincere. When when you run into a truly grateful person, it's sincere. You know it. When you run into a prideful person, it doesn't really matter what comes out of their lips or out of their mouth. You know there's a pride problem. And so when you're really a grateful person, when you allow gratitude to express itself, then you're going to counter pride. So if you've ever struggled with pride, I would tell you to really focus on growing in the area of gratitude because it will help you fight that pride issue. Okay, let's see, where are we at? One, two, three, four, five. This is number five. Being thankful helps us to overcome the enemy's attack. And if you've been involved in spiritual warfare or you've studied spiritual warfare, you're going to know that the enemy would have us focus on our circumstances and be overwhelmed by our circumstances. That is one of the key strategies that the demonic kingdom uses. And that can happen with both good things and bad things. I mean, there's good circumstances and there's bad circumstances. And the enemy wants you to get over-focused on either one of those things. But giving thanks takes your focus off of those circumstances and places it on God who has supplied everything that you need. So if you're being challenged with spiritual warfare things, learn to give thanks because giving thanks brings us back to the place of being grateful to God and acknowledging all the things that he's done for us, all the things that he's given us, and all the ways that he has helped us. So Number six. Are you ready for number six? I'm trying to go fast today because I have a bunch of these, so I apologize about uh, kind of rambling fast, but I guess you'll either enjoy it or you won't, but (laughs) here we go. Number six. Giving thanks helps guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So listen to what Romans 1.21 says. For even though they knew God, They did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations and their foolish heart was darkened. Now, if you take this passage and you read through it clear down through the end of Romans chapter 1, you're going to run into Romans 1.28, and it says this, And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to the depraved mind to do the things which were not proper. And in this passage, between verses 21 and 28, it tells us that God hands them over three different times. And when it's a progressive step or a progressive pattern. 
that God hands them over to this ultimate conclusion that they have a depraved mind. Here's what I want you to see. This cycle of God handing them over to the ultimate conclusion of a depraved mind started because they didn't honor God and they did not give thanks. Now, honoring God, there's a lot involved with that, but giving thanks is really a simple thing. And it's one of the things that can protect us, can protect our hearts and our minds. It can protect our relationship with the Lord. It can protect our relationships with other people when we learn to be thankful. So take some time and read through that passage and look for those three different times that God hands them over and then go back to verse 21 and see that they entered that cycle because they didn't give thanks and they didn't honor God. All right, so here's the last one I have for us today. Gratitude is an essential part of renewing your minds and guarding our hearts and our thoughts and our emotions. So one of the most dangerous traps that we fall into is negative thinking. Has anybody ever been there? I have. I know that this is a challenge for many, many people. We get stuck in this negative thinking or this negative cycle of thoughts, and we get bombarded with all this stuff. But it begins with the spiraling of our thoughts. We allow a thought to come in. We dwell on it. It spirals down through the imagination and ultimately lands at the conclusion point, turns into a stronghold. That's out of my book, Intentional Discipleship, if you haven't read that. And so what you see there is that the thoughts, when they come in, they lead to this place of of imagination and speculation, and then that goes to this place of stronghold, and that negative thought now turns into something that's very powerful in our lives. And when we allow that to happen, we're in trouble, and we end up with things like depression, anxiety, stress. We get all kinds of bad stuff happening. One of the ways to break that negative thought pattern is to be grateful. And the more grateful you are, you're going to see that it counters that negativity and changes the dynamics significantly. So a thankful heart grows as we acknowledge what we have been given and we express gratitude to the one who's given it. That can apply to God and it can also apply to the other people in our lives. Thanksgiving is really an essential part of the Christian life. And as we grow in our faith, gratitude must grow as well. Gratitude really will stop that negative cycle. It'll guard our hearts and minds. It'll help in relationships. It will help us in spiritual battles and struggles that we we face with the enemy when we're in spiritual warfare. And so learn to be grateful. Practice being grateful. Let that grow in your life. And I want to to end today with a really fun exercise to help you determine how grateful you are and to help you grow in gratitude. Are you ready for this? Okay. Take a lined sheet of paper with a pen and sit it down like you're getting ready to write. And then take your cell phone and set the timer on your phone for 10 minutes. And when you're ready, tap the timer and write down as many things as you can on the paper. 
Now, most line paper has about 50 lines. And let's see if you can put down something on each line before the timer runs out. Now, <laughs> I've done this with a lot of people and just had a lot of fun with it. And so this is my, my encouragement for you. When you reach line 10 and you run out of things to be thankful for, just hold your breath for a minute and suddenly you're going to find something else to be thankful for. Don't make it too complicated. Just start writing down everything that you can come up with to be thankful. If you can't fill a page in 10 minutes, then you're going to know this is an area I need to grow in. And one of the ways that you can grow in that area is to simply repeat this process once a day. Take 10 minutes every day, write down everything you're thankful for. If you don't want to write it down, just take 10 minutes and verbalize as fast as you can everything that you're thankful for, all the good stuff that God has blessed us with. And uh, you're going to recognize that it changes the thought patterns. It changes the the negative cycle to a positive cycle. And uh, give it a shot. Tell me what you think of that. So. Uh, God bless you. I appreciate you joining today. If you haven't subscribed, just hit that subscribe button and uh, give us a a rating on the the little star thing, you know. Hit us a five star if you enjoyed that today and uh, look forward to coming back and being with you again next week. 